Right, here we are then. Snakey's Tap Talk on tour. Snakey. Yeah, Snakey's Tap Talk on tour. Leaving the worst harvester <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Honestly. I don't complain about food much because I like my food as my girth shows. But that was the worst meal I've had today and on many other days. Well, do you know, I was looking forward to making a comment on the podcast about, you know, when we, when we booked this tour, this trip, and I said, we're playing against Forest Green Rovers. Would you like to go? It's a ground that you haven't been to. And uh, you said, I will go. However... We must go to a harvester. And I said, right, that's fine. That's a deal breaker. Well. It's very... T- I mean, even the surroundings are horrible. The surroundings where this harvester is, just to paint a picture, there's a gang of house angels in the car park. In the car park of Aldi. Uh, of Aldi. So You've eaten at some of the greatest restaurants in the world. In the world. And yet you wanted to go to a harvester. Because I like the salad bar. So let's say that we're yeah. just leaving the harvester. We're leaving the harvester. On our League Cup special. Yeah, League Cup special. And... If the Albion perform anything like the Harvester Swindon does, we may as well have stayed at home. No, because we're having a good day out and we're looking forward. Forest Green Rovers is my 90th ground. Now, I put something on Facebook on the excellent Brighton Hove Albion away group, which I urge you all to join, because my friend Paul High looks after that. And uh, we should have gone This is, and Sam's missed the wrong turning, because he's like Christopher Columbus and Mark... Thatcher, but anyway, um, apparently Brighton have played at 133 different grounds. And you came into me this in morning in the office. Fixtures. We worked together. You came into me in the office and said, Some bloke says that he's been to 130 grounds. Absolutely not. And you were proved wrong. I was proved wrong, and I've offered him a discounted funeral now. And I've said, Because when I first thought he's either very old or a bullshitter, but you know, it's a, it is great. Obviously, I'm lucky because this is my 50th year watching the club. Yeah. Home and away. And so, obviously, um, and I had, when I was on the wireless, we went up and down the leagues. And obviously, when I was doing the the fanzine, we went up and down the leagues. So, you know, it it helps. 90 grounds, I'm quite pleased with 90 grounds. U-turning. Sam's doing a U-turn, like Mr. Statue. U-turn if you want to. I don't. Anyway. Uh, that's one for yeah, so te- that's one for the teenagers. <coughs> now that's the Swindon Stadium there. Oh, okay. Swindon we'll Dog Track. There we go. Yes. So yeah. So, so um, anyway, as I well, we've touched on it anyway. The draw came out. Yeah. Both Green Rovers. Yeah. And I, no. I said to you, let's go. Let's go. I then heard nothing from you, so thought, well, maybe he doesn't fancy it. So you don't know this. I called Mum the day before the tickets went on sale, and I was like. Mum, I mentioned to Dad about us going to Forest Green Robes away. He hasn't said anything. It's a long old trip. Do you think he wants to go? Well, apparently you'd been on the phone in the garden telling all your mates that you were going and how excited you were. So yeah, I so couldn't take that away from you. I was excited about going the harvester and that, that hasn't aged well. No. Right, so, go on in. Got your script while, while you're driving my top-of-the-range motor. Yeah, right. We, well, OK, we, then. Well, no, you... We'll end up smashing up. Yeah. Concentrate. So, yeah. Ian. Yes. Who are you? Firstly? I'm uh, Ian Hart, and uh, I've supported the Albion actively since April the twenty third, nineteen seventy three. It was a one all draw against Portsmouth on the Easter Bank holiday on the Bank Easter Monday, I think they call it in old money now. 
I don't know what all the wokes would call it now. We're probably, we're probably not celebrating. You are going to get me cancelled. I'm not going to get really you. Gonna I'm gonna not going to get you cancelled. Well, anyway, what I'm right. saying is that there'll be people listening to this who will say, "Here, here, Hearty, you are speaking the truth." There will be people listening to this who will not have a clue you are, mate, because you're right. Old anyway, so I've been supporting the club for fifty years. I've been writing a fanzine for thirty, or wrote a fanzine thirty-five years ago, which ran for nine years and a hundred issues. I then went and worked on the wireless. On BB, first of all, Surf 107. That again is one for the teenagers. They wouldn't let me play Spandau Ballet. And then I went on to BBC Southern Counties Radio, that latterly became BBC Sussex, which it is now. I had some great times on there. I had a couple of dodgy times. I had a phone in. <coughs> it was so bad at the beginning. It was a phone out. We used to phone all my friends, but it got a little bit of popularity, and we got a few phone phone calls in. And I had an absolute ball. I've still got a column in the Worthing Herald and the Brighton Hove Independent every week. Um, I've written about Anthony Joshua this week, so uh, go and buy a copy. Uh, People don't buy papers now, mate. Look online. online. All right, look online. Because what they can do is they can read your article and inquire about hair transplants in Turkey. So So that's good. All meet Ukrainian women who apparently go for English blokes over 50. Funny that, isn't it? Anyway... We're digressing. We're so digressing. I've been... So I would I've supported as... the Albion. Don't talk over me, love. I've been supporting the Albion for 50 years. Yeah. I've seen highs. I've seen lows. To quote the words of Charles Dickens in A Tale of Two Cities, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. But the only thing about the Albion, or the one thing about... You have a football club and you see it through thick and thin. You can change your underpants. You can change your house where you live. You can even change your wife, but you can never change your football club. No, you can't. I do agree with yeah. that, really. So, and we're all passionate about the Albion. I know a lot of people listening to this are passionate about the Albion. Yeah. So that's good. You know, I've always said, obviously, Snakey's Tap Tour. Snakey's Tap Tour is beer-related. You know, people say to me, would you rather your podcast be Brighton-related or beer-related? And my answer's always the same. To me, they're not mutually exclusive. That's good. So that's a David Brent line, who I know is a big hero of yours. David Brent, and we've just been to the Swindon Slugs. Yeah, we've been you to know, the Slugs of Swindon. That, that harvester was very much a washout. Yeah, it was shit. But the anyway, be, the best chefs didn't turn up. Yeah. So, so Forest got, Green Rovers tonight. Yeah, in in, in the cup. You know, it is my podcast, so you do need to let me lead on this. Really. Go on then. Okay, so, Forest Green Rovers tonight in the League Cup. We, there's some stats on that sheet that you've rudely thrown on the ground. No, it fell on the ground. But, you know, we've... Um... <coughs> well, this is our first League Cup away game since October 2014. Yeah. Spurs away. We'll get... Well, do you know what? Let's talk about that now. We went Spurs away. Love bus trip. It was a Wednesday night. I think we it went was. to Bournemouth on the... Uh, that week, I had that on the Wednesday... Spurs away Wednesday, then Jono had a cheese and wine evening on the Thursday, where I was very ill, if you remember rightly. Then I went to Bournemouth on the Friday night for Halloween, and then we played Bournemouth on the Saturday. I couldn't do that now. I struggled to have one night out. Yeah. But that's just me showing my age. But So we went there on the Wednesday. Horrendous journey up. If you remember... The journey the, from hell. The, the journey thing from about, hell. White Hart Lane is it's not an easy ground to drive to but it was midweek and it was a 7.45 kickoff. so we we were naive then we were a championship side we thought oh we'll get a we'll get a coach up there a few beers I think I remember on the side of the side of the Dartford crossing 
about ten of us pissing. Yeah. Um, Even the Frankie Vaughan didn't work on the DVD. Yeah, well, there were there were women and children on the buses, so you know it's not like you're good old. They go at their own risk. <coughs> but we went up. Can I just quickly yeah, digress? We went on a coach trip once, and a bloke bought his bird, and I said, the goals I coaches always used to guarantee alcohol. You're allowed to drink alcohol, and we always guaranteed the best European titles with the oh. Frankie Vaughan. So we said to him. You bring your girlfriend and at your own at risk. At your own risk. And when it starts, she covers her face. Yeah. And, well, that you can't say fairer than that, Ian. You but can't say fairer than that. Christian Walton made his debut that day. He did. If you remember, we signed Ali Al-Habsi just after. Yeah. Who then couldn't play... We, we signed him. He played at Bournemouth. Couldn't play two games because we played against Wigan, who were his parent club. And then he went on international duty. That is in there with the random loans of the Albion. But like Iffy Jaguar, who we got from Charlton, and he scored for us at Barnet. Yeah. And then he made the mistake, the very classic and tragic mistake of knocking his missus about. And there's no room for domestic violence in today's society. No place. And he couldn't play the following week because he was bailed to appear at the police station at three o'clock in the afternoon. Well, it's not and that. He only played one game and he ended up in the news of the world with sham marriages from Nigeria with Mr. John, are you ready <laughs> on my whistle, Fashionu. Oh, Ian, this is, I can already tell this is going to be a humdinger of a podcast. Good stuff. So, Forest Green Rover, yeah. we are 37 minutes away from Forest Green. I feel like James Corden, you know, I can't say, you're probably, you remind me of a young Elton John, I think, if this was carpool karaoke. I'm very much a hot-blooded male, thank you very much. So you insinuating I'm a, I'm a, I'm a no. You're yeah. insinuating I'm a singer. I've never played the piano in my life. So come so, on, yeah. get on with the show. So Forest Green Rovers away. Yeah. It is a vegan club. They are the only vegan club in the football yeah. league. So everything is sustainable. Their players are fed vegan diets. Yeah. The food is vegan. The drink is vegan. The pitch has got no pesticides, anything like that. Yeah. What are your views? Because I know what you're well, like. You're a man of a certain age. In this woke world, you, you was always going to have to have one, weren't you? So, you, you ate. No. You ate yourself at the at the Swindon Harvester. It was gammon on gammon. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? But anyway, uh, yeah. You, there was all. There was always going to be one. Is he doing it for effect? Or you know, well, look. Let him get on with it. If if they're happy with it. At the age of 58, live and let live. Yeah. As well, opposed to the first James Bond film I saw, which was live and let die. die. <laughs> Come on, go through the sheet then, Ian. You're slagging my sheet off. I'm not well, slagging your sheet off. So, um, the what's sheet. the furthest you ever went for a Carling Away game? Carling Cup Away game. Was the Milk Cup when I saw it? I don't know. It's never been. See, this is where we have disrespected the F- the league cup over the years the league cup is really because they were talking when covid came in and there was the fixture um like the fixtures were getting really built up congestion is the word i'm looking for yeah uh when you had the fixture congestion they were saying about getting rid of it well that's mad back in the day you used to get in the uefa cup which was a great you know was was is was, an incentive was Europe, you know, and it was a great incentive. I would like to see, and this sound may sound a little bit crazy, but 
uh, I was a big fan of the A team, and they were always in crazy plans. I would like to see. What are you going to say, Niles Bark? A three-way playoff yeah. at the end of the season. So the FA Cup winners yeah. and the League Cup winners play each other in in one in a semi-final, and then they play the fourth-place team in the Premier League, and the winner of the three-team gets the fourth gets, Champions League spot. Gets the Champions League spot. Oh, so that controversially. Would, no, but that but that would make people go for it. <coughs> That would make people think that I am two games away from getting in the Champions League. You know, if if I win the League Cup, and it would get, you know, I'd, I'd put Brighton in the top ten teams. In genuine the, question, in genuine the question. Now, would you rather? So we've started incredibly. Yeah. Started much better than I thought we would start. To be fair, we've started incredibly. Would you rather the Albion say we slip off a bit, finish tenth in the league, or win the League Cup? Well, one, that's a loaded question because I don't think we're going to finish 10th in the, the, the league. I think if, if we get the rub of the green and we and we get that fair bit of luck that, that, that you need, yeah. I think we will finish top seven. Okay, so seventh or win the league cup? Then? Seventh. You would rather seventh? Yeah. It, it gives you Europe. I do get yeah, that. Yeah, I do get seventh. that. Seventh. Um, I think, but eighth, ninth, or tenth, I'd rather win the league cup. Okay. Now, you, do you get in the Europa League if you win the league cup? Now? I can't remember. You used to. Yeah, but maybe, um, maybe you don't now. But anyway, it's but, one of those though. With yeah. it, like it is, it's a hard one because it is a good run out for some of the more fringe players. But surely you'd want us to be a bit like but, as, you know, as a fan go, base, we want to be competitive. Yeah, but going back to you know, you, you talk about great runs. Going back to seventy six, seventy seven, we went and played. At uh, West Brom and Ipswich, and won both of those games. Then drew Derby, who not long a couple of seasons before had beaten, uh, had won the league, and then '75. So we so we played them in '76. So they won the league in '75. In '75, '76. You're rambling now. Before the league, no, out, no, I'm not. They beaten Real Madrid. 5-1 yeah. in the European Cup first leg and then lost 6-1 six, six in the second leg. Yeah. Um, but we played Derby. We drew Derby at the Goldstone ground. There were 32,000 there. And one of the things the club did, which was really clever, is they put the tickets on sale at a reserve team game in the old midweek football league against Charlton Athletic. There's about 18,500 at the Goldstone watching the reserves. So the internet's killed that, Ian, now. Straight was, on. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Steve Meachin. Straight on there, buying the tickets for us. Yeah, good old Steve Meachin. He's, da- he's down here today. You can say hi to him today. I, cer- I certainly will do. So, yeah, so that so we've but, had some so, great times. And we, we also mentioned in you, 2008 when we knocked out Manchester City on penalties. Well, in my lifetime, that's got to be our greatest... League Cup result, surely. But surely it was, but it wasn't the same competition that it was when we had that great run against Derby, uh, and we we drew one all. We Peter Grummet made a great save in the first minute, and then Ward, then the ball went up the other end. Wardy opened the scoring. Derby equalised. We lost in the replay because you used to have replays back yeah. then. You used to have third re- replays. I, I remember we played Oldham at Filbert Street once. Uh, that's going back a few years. Well, no, it's going back about forty-five years. But so, did you ever, um, did you ever travel to the League Cup with your mates before no, you were on the radio, no, or was it no. not really a thing? It wasn't really a thing, mate. You know, much, much as I'd like to, but it's just you know, life. 
just one of those. You know. You'd rather have gone to the Saturday game. Yeah, work, work. But you know, I've been to some away games, loads of away games, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But uh, hey ho, it is what it is. But when we knocked City out that night, don't don't forget, Sheiks had only just gone in there. Yeah, but they still had. If you look at the players they had, don't get me wrong, they didn't have all the massive. But that Joe playing with his big hair. Uh, Joe, I think Sean Wright Phillips came off the bench, yeah. did he? Uh, I was going to say Casper Schmeichel was in goal, but I'd have to fact check that, and I don't want to look like a. And I want to end up with some runny egg on my face, which you sent back at the harvester. Yeah, and we also, uh, in 78 79, got to the quarterfinals. And that's our furthest we've ever yeah, got. Yeah, and when we lost to Nottingham Forest, I believe, my memory serves me correctly, we may have lost 3 1, but I can't remember. So if I'm wrong, don't. Don't chastise me on North Stand chat. Um, but no, it, it, it was a you know that good. Uh, I remember the special train broke broke down, and a lot of Brighton fans never even got there. But uh, it's that's ha- something that would be great. Well, for listeners of the podcast who don't know you as well as I do, you are a bit scared of public transport these days. Aren't I'm not you? scared of public transport. I yeah. just don't like travelling on public transport at the age of fifty-eight. So and if drive, I don't drive, want but... to, and I t- and I went to see Michael Bublé the other night at Hove Cricket Ground. What a great entertainer that man is! And I, I, we went on a train, and it was the same night as Fat Boy Slim, who I watched the following night. But we'll come on to, to, to that because that's one of the one of life's great mysteries. But anyway, I went to watch Michael Bublé. I took your mother on a train, and she said to me, "It was absolutely random." She said. I see why you don't like going on trains. And I went to Michael Bublé. It was seven pound a pint for Kingfisher. Well, and the problem is, we just pay it. We just accept we it. We do. Now. That is the issue. So I went to Lords. Uh, what Lords in France, where they have miracles, or Lords where they play cricket? Lords where they play cricket. Right. Not the religious, uh, religious pilgrimage. I went to Lords, but for some people, for me, it is a religious uh, pilgrimage because yeah. cricket is my religion. Um, and Ben Stokes is Jesus. No, so don't blaspheme no, on the I podcast because you'll end up offending people. Yeah, because you haven't done that already. <laughs> but I went to Lords. That's sort of you're looking at six, seven pound a pint, and you have to you have to pay a quid for your cup. By the oh. time you've had a few drinks, you forget to pick up your cup. That's a quid down the drain. You see, I remember March 1985, where the budget put lager up from 99p a pint to a pound and a penny, and grown men cried. They said they'd never drink again. And now, all these years later, we're paying £7 a pint and we don't mind. And it was £7 a pint when I went to see my old mate Norman Cook on the beach yeah. the following night with my VIP tickets, courtesy of Paul Camelin of Brighton Love Albion, but yeah. a deep personal friend. Hopefully get him on the podcast soon. Yeah, a deep personal friend. But anyway, again, £7 a pint, no one bats an eyelid. Because that's, and, when you go to an event, that's what you have to pay. There's a premium. There's an event tax on it, unfortunately, basically. That's wrong. That's wrong. Try, well, West Ham, they've had, they put their price out for goodness sake, £7.30 a pint. They cut their prices. Most expenses. No, the but they cut their prices. But pro- they had to bring it down yeah. because of the consortium. Yeah, they've can, they cut their prices. We digress. Go to the sheet, Ian. Yeah. What, what Tonight's next? expectations, we've spoken well, about, we've that. about that. Well, we've about that. No, no, we didn't. And then, are, are, are you saying, are you looking forward to a vegan pie and a pint? Not really, but I'll have to do it. Yeah, because that's the content that the tap wants. It's like when you go into Platinum Lace and you're not really up for it. Well, are we you talking? Have, 
you have to have a private dance. Anyway, why does everything come back? A few names may be playing tonight. Are you excited? Yes, I am. I want to see Dennis. And you keep going on about Dennis. Then, because I think Dennis, you know, I don't want Malpay to go. I think Malpay <laughs> is a good player. He's yeah. a he's a confidence player, but I don't want Malpay to go. But it's clear the manager doesn't rate him, so he will go. So Dennis is the answer. Yeah. Can you slow down yeah, a little yeah. bit because you're going through a a speed camera? That wasn't ideal. And we're it? in a little country lane here. Yeah. And um, if, if a fox ran out, you'd knock it over. So I wouldn't, Ian. I'd I'd hit the brakes. Uh, so Dennis and Dave, you want to see? Um, I don't, I'm hearing that Jean-Paul Van Heck is going, or Paul Van Heck. I'm not sure. I can't remember his name. I'm not very good on these names, am I? I'm showing myself up, but. But that's he may play. Slow. It'd that be interesting slow. to see whether Jason Steele plays tonight because it feels like he's again he's here to stay for another year. Um, a friend of ours that we know is a goalkeeper coach who worked with Jason Steele and feels that he's too good to be a number two. But we were listening to Talk Sport on the way he's here. He's not a friend of ours. He's my brother-in-law and he's your uncle. Ian, you can't name drop. Of course you but can. He uh, on. Talks about Ben Foster was saying, you know, there's people out there that make careers out of being number twos, number threes in the Premier League, and Jason Steele probably too good to be sat on the bench with us. But well, if the money's there, if the and money's if he's right. enjoying himself and his family like living down here, why would he go elsewhere? It's a job. And at the end of the day, it ticks the boxes for us with homegrown players. Yeah, so both, both sides of the coin, uh, sort of are getting the best of it, but. You so know. then, there you go, this is Forest Green's, this is the second ever competitive meeting between Forest Green and the Albion, uh, with the Albion winning a Football League trophy match in October 2003, 2-0. I was there that night, that was at the Withdean Stadium. Yeah. And So that would have been 03-04, so that would have been Steve Coppel in charge at the time? Uh, if he hadn't, yeah, just probably just before he went... Unless Mark McGee was there, my old mate, Big Mark. Sorry, another name dropped. I do Clang. Clang. It's just names all over the Anyway, cosmos. and this is their third match against Premier League opponents in the League Cup. Uh, they drew 0-0 with Bournemouth and then lost on penalties. And then they lost 3-1 to Brentford last season. Albion have won nine of their last ten League Cup matches against sides from the third tier or lower with the exception of being a 2-1 loss to Walsall in August 2015. See, I don't think I went to that. I can't even remember that. Was, I don't think I went to was, that. Was that at the Amex? Amex, yeah. Uh, no, I, I must have been... I'll tell you, I, I was away then in Hawaii. No, you tw- were in Her Majesty's Prison Lewis, weren't you? No, I was in Hawaii for... For historic my, allegations. For my 25th anniversary, never proven, old love. Never proven. Anyway, we've only failed to reach the third round of the League Cup in one of their five seasons as a Premier League side, doing so in 2018-2019. What are my predictions for the evening? I think the album will be comfortable winners. Yeah. I think they'll win 3-0. So win the and I think clean sheet. the nice. aforementioned Denis will yeah. score. Nice. Right? He will notch for the Albion. Yeah. And um, I'm going to go in there after the disappointment of the harvester with an open mind yeah and i'm going to go in there and embrace the vegan way of life yeah if only for a couple of hours 
and then I'm looking forward to talking to all the good people on your podcast after the game. Yeah, lovely. So I, I think we'll win 2-0. I don't think we'll we'll hit them for three, but I think 2-0. Um, and yeah, we will. I'll get a video of you trying your vegan pie and pine, and we will speak to everyone on the way back to dissect what we have just witnessed. Keep tuned in. Well then, we've left the ground. We've left the ground. We're on our way home. Yeah. We're in the next round to the cup. Yeah, Arsenal away, which is... uh... Yeah, the Fishbourne Road West Derby. Uh, The wife will be very happy that uh, she may get to go to the Emirates to watch her husband's team beat her team. You know, here's hoping. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I suppose... You know, from our point of view, really, it's it's a it's a winnable draw. Yeah, um, I mean, in, in, in summing up, Sam, we, you know, we had a crap meal at the Harvester, which we have touched on. We've gone to a ground that we've never been to before, and hopefully never had to go to again. It's another notch on our on our ground, ground bedpost, so yeah, to speak. Ground hopping bedpost. Um, I don't want to because every team gives their all when they when they cross that white line and, and they go out but they were clearly a couple of levels even below our under 23s 3-0 flat of them um, Jason still didn't have a lot to do but when he did do it he was very good yeah absolutely I, I agree with that when he needed to make saves yeah. he made them well there's a, a lot of positives to to take and uh, a lot of young players there so you know it's good yeah perfect uh, interesting one about Arsenal as as you say what will happen uh, you know what what kind of a team will Arsenal put put out you just said when, when we were talking before the mics came on that you felt that Arsenal would want to win this competition I, I feel like from uh, from Arsenal's point of view you know Arteta is still trying to prove himself and really, he needs to um, go and win something. And there's been a lot of chat about them after the All or Nothing documentary about his management. And it's interesting, somebody I follow on Twitter that we used to play youth football against, that is an Arsenal fan. Um, he, he is very vocal about his views on Arsenal, but he, he sort of completed it where he said, I've watched the All or Nothing documentary, and do you know what? I back Arteta. So... I think they'll be looking to go and win something. I still think we can go and win something, personally. It'll be interesting to see whether Graham sticks with the young guns he played today. For example, you know, it's nice for Van Heck to have some time in the stripes. It's nice to see Undav get on the score sheet. What were your thoughts on Undav? Because he was the one you kept mentioning at the start. You can't really judge him. You know, I've come away from there a little bit disappointed um, that they couldn't really judge him. But he... he he hasn't hit the ground running. I didn't expect him to. Um, look, he's he's very much a work in progress. He has got to, you know, come up with uh, with with the good straight away. Yeah. Uh, or, or and not straight, not straight away. I'm mixing my words up there, but as as soon as pos- possible, um, because of the importance of his position and, and, and it's standing in the team 
dependent on. I was surprised Malpay didn't feature now. Whether that's but surely that now tells us what we all need to know. Really, I well, think it's. I, I think it's a. Does to it? bring up my uh, hero of mine again, as David Brent's great band once said, I think it's a foregone conclusion. I think. Well, I don't know, you, but you don't know. You know, could could Malpay feature on? Saturday. We're, he we, loves playing against Leeds. We don't know, so we'll have to wait and see. So that's an interesting one. And that road closure is an interesting one as well. Well, it's <laughs> it's just a road closure. So. Um, I just want to touch on something. Uh, I'm 50 years. I've been 50 years watching the Albion, as I mentioned in earlier in the podcast. Um, I've been to 90 grounds. So 90th ground today. 90th ground. We saw some, somebody you were chatting to was on 99 after yes, today, weren't yeah. And I'm very disappointed at the behaviour. And I don't want to sound like a prude. And I don't want to sound like an old man. Uh, do you know what? As a, a young gun, as somebody that's enjoyed some great away games and... You know, I really do enjoy going on the away games and but the, bit, but the behaviour of some Albion fans leaves a lot to be desired. I must L- say, let's just hope for their sakes they don't introduce random drug testing at the turnstiles. Um, I must say, yeah, I think our core group of supporters. I know I see a lot of the same faces, and there's a lot of great Brighton fans out there, but there are a few idiots. I must admit. And, and more so tonight for some reason. Yeah. But maybe it's the vegan beer. But a win, no, no. But a win is a win. Touching on the ground, quickly let's talk about it as a whole. I'm going to out you here because you deserve to be outed. We get to the ground and I say, right, we need to park up. Mr Hart goes, oh, it's fine. I've sorted parking. We're parking at the ground. He had emailed Forest Green Rovers... No, saying that he going... needed a parking space because he is coming back from a knee injury and can't walk very far. And did they have any recollection of this? No, they didn't. But we did set. Well, look. But we managed to get parked near the ground on some double yellows. And we, we didn't did get, get a parking park ticket. That's always a bonus. Um, that's always a big bonus. And you've got to try a blag. Every so often. Well, I think unfortunately for you, Ian, the world has changed on the uh, on the way of blagging. You, you know, you mentioned as we were going in, I shook hands with the Queen. Which but, I did. Yeah, you did. But the internet is now a thing, and um, you can't call someone up pretending to be someone because there's a lot of ID checks, etc. She's still got a pair of hands. You can still yeah. shake hands. Still with her. shake hands with the Queen. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, and as for. From the ground point of view, we didn't get a beer before the ground. We, from a tap tour point of view, we didn't do very well. No. Didn't get a beer in the ground, and also tried to queue up to get you a sausage roll or a pie because I wanted to get a video of your reaction. And unfortunately, the queue was so long. Apparently, they only had two people working. It was meant to be four, but two people didn't turn up. Sack them. Well, they won't have that many people in their way, and for the rest of the season, I'm sure. Well, they will. Well, Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield there? Wednesday are in they'll, their league. They'll bring a few. Now. Ipswich are in their league. Yeah. Derby County are in their league. Yeah. Portsmouth are in their league. <laughs> Plymouth are in their league. Do you want to go on? You can go on or if you, you want. Or have you just made yourself look let's, stupid? Let's wrap it up there, Ian. Thank you for being on the League Cup special. Thank you for having I've me on. Enjoyed so. having, I've enjoyed our lads' day out. You'll get. I'll get you on the pod for a lot of your stories, like shaking hands with the Queen. 
and all those sort of things. We'll get you on for a proper episode. But it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Take care. Thank you very much.